Hi friends, my name is Amanda Houston. I'm a homeschooling mom to four fantastic kids. I love my family and I have a passion for teaching. So I combined the two when I got my master's in education with a focus on family involvement. Even though I've been out of the traditional classroom for many years, I still wanted to help, inspire, and motivate other families. I've done this through my podcast, my YouTube channel, and my blog, therainbowradish.com, where the tagline is, Growing happy, healthy families while having fun. If you've ever wondered how life can be sincerely discussed with loads of laughter, I'd like you to meet Melissa. Melissa is extremely passionate about, well, well, wait. What isn't she passionate about? You'll soon see what I mean. Melissa is an enthusiastic mom living life, as she puts it, spontaneously. In this episode, we're going to focus on her love of animals and her love of people. I'd guess I'd call her a kindness advocate. She has a lot of interesting stories to share. She speaks with heart and compassion and does it honestly with lots of laughs. Hello? Hello. How are you? Yes. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> Technical difficulties. I don't know if we'll ever get used to them, but I think we've learned to be a little bit more patient with them. It's all good. It is. I just learned way more about my phone than I ever thought I'd learn. So today's a good day. I've learned something new. See, all I have learned is to hand it to one of my kids or my husband and say, can you help me? <laughs> They've all been evicted from the house, so it's just me and my dog. So, yeah. So, I am all yours. Oh, I love it. I'm actually super pumped that you agreed to hide out with me and chat a little bit. (laughs) I'm literally hiding in the top part of my house in the furthest corner away from my dogs, just in case they bark. So, you got me. Here I am. (laughs) Same. I am in the one of my son's room in the corner as far away as everybody else as I can be. <laughs> yep, yep, this is this is hashtag mom life. <laughs> yes. This, so, <laughs> so I am ready. I am all yours. Awesome. Awesome. I do. I think you're awesome too. And, you know, not to creep you out, but I love to see what you're up to. And hold on. Okay. Let me tell you why. It's because it's you are on this journey, this path. And those are a lot of the things that I want to learn about. So I'm not completely stalking you. I just want to grow and learn. And you're already doing those things. So I'm following you. Do you, yeah. is that, is that cool? I, you know, stalk away. Life is good. Like join my tribe. All is well. This is, this is just, we are all on a journey and a path. And you know what? It's, it's so, the, the beautiful part about social media is we can find our people that we would not run into at the grocery store. I have That's friends true. all over the world that I choose to follow for certain reasons or like, or whatever, whatever the non creepy term is on social media. And, and I get to learn from them and they get to learn from me and no, this is a beautiful part about social media. So, because we're, we're far away. I think we're hours away from each other, but we can still be, we can stalk away. 
I do, I do enjoy seeing you in person, but. Ditto, ditto. And I always see you with your whole family. So this is kind of a treat. So, so yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. First one is I want to give you a chance to tell us more about yourself, what roles you might play, who you are a mom to, and basically whatever you'd like to share about you. I am woman. Hear me roar. There you go. Okay. <laughs> My name is Melissa Blasky. I am a mom to two little boys. Um, I currently have two dogs. One was a rescue that um, unfortunately the shelter, I guess that if you could call him that said, I'm sorry, he's going to be too much. Can you continue to keep him? And we kept him. And yeah. So we, we rescue animals. We do wildlife care through a rehabilitation facility. Um, I really believe that the universe just puts me in the right place at the right time for animals and humans. And mm -hmm. um, we kind of live our life spontaneously. So I am a mom. I am also, I tell any kid that walks in my home, and this is how I was raised. Any kid that walks in my home, I become mom too, right? Okay. And I think that gives parents a sense of relief, like, oh, okay, she's going to love them. <laughs> like <her own> kids. <laughs> Right. Because the, the, I, I don't know about anybody else who's listening, but I get really nervous about leaving my kids places. Sure. Uh, because some people don't understand them like I do. And so being a mom to me is giving kids grace and understanding, but also boundaries. So any kid that so I'm a mom to all, I guess I'm a friend to all. I love people. Um, and yeah. And, and I'm also a wife. I do have a husband. He's wonderful. He's my, he's my better half through and through. So. <laughs> Who has I taken those really... boys out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Bye. I love you. Go, go now with the, with the spawn. I love you. Bye. <laughs> I've had them all day. It's your turn. I'm checking out. So uh, I, I have many roles in this life, but um, I, I am a master of none. That's for sure. So that's who that's I am. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You are like, okay, I have to look at my notes here because you've like just said like half of what I was going to say. So I'm just going to repeat it if it comes up. Okay. <laughs> Bring it on. All right. One question I'd like to ask everybody is how do you take care of you? Because you are involved in so many things and help so many other people. What do you do for yourself? How do you take care of Melissa? Oh, that is a good question. So, and I feel Okay, so I'm 37. Whoever needs to hear that, I am 37. And two years ago, almost to the date, actually, I'm like four days off of it, but um, I had my last surgery for cervical cancer. And, wow. and here's the deal. I don't regret having cancer. I do not um, wish it never happened to me. It happened to me for a reason. It happened based on a, a lifetime of trauma and not taking care of myself. And uh, so forever, whoever needs to hear that, know that self-care is incredibly important. Um, so self-care to me started two years ago when I realized I have to take care of myself. I yeah. have to. So like, I hope people weren't expecting bubble baths and wine because I don't do any, I, I don't do either of those. 
for self-care. Me, me either. No, no, you won't. You won't see me drinking wine in a bubble bath. I despise both of those things because they're just not me. Um, so how do I take care of myself? I give myself grace when I am experiencing uh, trauma from my past. I forgive myself. I, I really work on forgiveness. I really work on being vulnerable um, with my husband, meaning if I am feeling trauma or reliving trauma, um, I have to be vulnerable with him and ask for help. So asking for help is a huge part of self-care for me. Um, I have to acknowledge when I need a break. Yeah. So needing a break, I, I will literally just go lay under my covers and read a book on my phone. I'd love to be a page turner, but I'm a, I'm a screen scroller when I read books. Um, <laughs> I'd like to be that cool mom who's all like, I like to, no, I like my phone and I like to read books on my phone. Um, so for self-care, honestly, everybody sees me as this extrovert, but I'm, I'm a huge introvert at times and extroverts need their space and quiet. So yeah, we go someplace quiet or I'll go wander my garden for self-care time or yeah. My love language is physical touch and I really enjoy being around my friends. So getting yeah. hugged or feeling needed, like those things, those, that's what I do for self-care um, is, is I acknowledge when I need it and I take it without, without guilt, because without guilt, guilt. What, what, what good is guilt going to do? Exactly. Okay. Those are good. That's really good. And you're a really good hugger. Oh my gosh. I can't even, I got to hug a little girl today who came over to my house to babysit. Like I babysat her. She didn't babysit me, but I got to hug her. And I was like, you just need to come over to me and I need to snuggle you. Cause she's a snuggler. And I mean, we just started crying and I was like, Oh, huggers unite little girl. Holy cow. I know. So part of is I, I acknowledge all of my emotions and my emotions don't make me weak and I forgive myself and I, I love myself without guilt. My kids can wait, my husband can wait, my dogs can wait, the squirrel outside who needs rescuing can wait because what happens if you're not taking care of yourself? Yeah, you can't take care of all those other things. You can't. And, and there's can't. things like disease, dis-ease come into your world and pain and stuff. And, and I just don't, I don't have to, I learned my lesson, I'm done. No, we're not doing that again. <laughs> nope. can't, care that cancer is just going to keep getting farther and farther away. Oh, yeah. I learned that lesson. We done. We done. So, so that's that. I can, I, I, I can always improve, though. I don't want anybody on here to believe that I am a master of self-care because I'm not. I haven't showered in a week, right? I didn't even <laughs> brush my teeth this morning because my day started at 630 and it hasn't stopped. Um, I did put deodorant on. So I mean, self-care for the world, I guess. Nobody has to smell me. But but so I am not a master at self-care, but I am okay acknowledging where I am. So I hope that's yeah. helpful. Yeah, you're awesome. Thank you. You ever think about doing like stand-up comedy, like real life with Melissa Blasky? <laughs> See, there's a, like most people in my world, the PTO moms will not think I'm funny. Like they don't think I'm funny. They see me as like, oh gosh, she's the one who just barked at her kids in the parking lot, and then the kids she babysat. I'm like, yep, they were not following me like the little ducks they were supposed to be imitating, right? So they don't see me as funny. But I'm glad you do. <laughs> they just, they just don't get it. They don't have the right appreciation just yet. 
they haven't seen the dark side. No, no, all of them. They haven't been to my classes. There, there's something I feel very called to speak when I'm supposed to speak. And I have learned when to be quiet. And I've learned when to walk away from those that that don't serve your higher purpose. So Yeah. There's no point in you spending your time trying to convince them otherwise. No. Oh, that's, that's, I love that. And it's totally true. So, okay. What else you got for me? Okay. So I used to ask moms, um, I had these flashcards of favorites and I was just supposed to zip through and go really fast and ask you all your favorite things, but it wasn't fast because I would talk after every one of them. So I've come up with some new questions. Okay. <laughs> and they um, relate more to family than per se, than your favorite. So the first one is in your family, what are some things you like to do together? As a whole family, like all four of us? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so we do a lot of dividing actually because our children are on opposite ends of the personality spectrum. (laughs) Um, So that's a really good question. The one thing we can do is, um, we can go play out in nature or we can sit and watch a movie together with our kids on opposite ends of the couch. And those are probably our two favorite things to do, I would say. And we, we surprisingly, we travel really well together. That's cool. Yeah. And I actually appreciate you acknowledging that. And that's one of the things I like about you too, is you're just honest. Uh, You're going to get a straight answer. (laughs) But I know, I know that you still do some things together. So that's cool. Okay. How about this is involving travel. Is there some place you've always wanted to go on a family vacation? Yes, actually last year, this was on our bucket list and it didn't happen. Um, Actually it was two years ago. Cancer happened. There was no traveling. I was still recovering last year because despite what anybody says, uh, having a radical hysterectomy does not heal in six weeks. It's more like two years. Oh, Um, but I know, and now with this whole pandemic, I said that correctly, uh, like, I don't know if we can travel, but if we could pick two places to travel, one, we would go out east and see, wait, east, east is, yes, east um, and dip our toes in the ocean. I had to think about that. And two, <laughs> we very much, very much on our bucket list is to go see the giant sequoias and redwood forests. Oh, gorgeous. Washington, Oregon, California yeah. area because I'm raising little tree huggers and I'm not ashamed to admit that because I am I am an open tree hugger myself. There you go. <laughs> I love trees. There's a lot mm-hmm. of energy in those trees. Oh my god. My my kid, my youngest, he's five. So I'm I'm a boy mom. I've got two, I've got a five and seven year old. And my five year old before school, public school every morning, he would literally go hug this tree because the tree was sad. Aww. because nobody paid attention to the trees anymore. And I'm like, what do I do with that? <laughs> so I'm sobbing, right? As I'm walking into school, they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, my kid's a tree hugger. Oh, I mean, this is this is why the, the moms don't laugh at me. <laughs> I think I'm crazy. <laughs> okay, now I'm trying to picture this though. When you get out there, if those little guys are still fairly little, if the four mm-hmm. of you held hands, are those trees still too big that the four of you couldn't reach around it to give it a big, big one giant hug yeah correct they're they're the yeah they're huge and by the way like we're not small people I'm six feet my husband's six five and my kids are two two grades 
higher in height, I guess, then. <laughs> but yeah, we could still not all fit around a tree. Maybe a sapling. I don't even know if that's the right word, but yeah. We'll still, we'll go hug some bark. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> Just go look at tree kids. Grab some people, make a full circle. You'll get it. Oh, we would. We're, we're literally those touchy-feely people. We probably create people out. I don't know. <laughs> I think the world needs more kindness. I think the world needs to acknowledge trees a little bit more. I think, I think a lot can be solved by holding the hands of the person next to you, even though you don't know them. If we, if we just eliminate fear a little bit, then I think, yeah. Okay. We're getting off. I'll talk to you all day. So what other questions? (laughs) I actually have something about that later too. Okay. okay. Is there a tradition or special celebration that your family likes to do a tradition um tradition or celebration i uh okay this might we don't celebrate normal holidays okay unless we're forced to do it in school and then my kids have questions that i can't answer for them but um we do celebrate full moons in our house oh awesome Oh, you're just bringing out all the good questions. And um, I have feral wild children, and we will all go howl at the moon. <laughs> yeah. Or what we really like to do on full moons is we will write, um, write or draw pictures. Because again, I've got a five-year-old who doesn't really spell, and I've got a seven-year-old who thinks spelling is not okay. Um, but <laughs> we, so I'm like, draw a picture. So we draw pictures or we write down or we make a list of things that we're unhappy with. You know, like your, like your junk journal, we just write down the negatives. Yep. And we burn them in a fire pit or we'll burn them in a bowl if it's, you know, like negative 700 degrees because I live in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we burn those things and we just kind of release them to the wind. And then we will write down everything that we're gra- grateful for and we will burn that, but then put that... Um, Either, either one that we'll burn and we'll put it like in our house plant. So we actually, we, we like burn the negative, but plant something and let it grow as well. Does that make sense? Oh, so and like the ashes plant. from what you've burned. I've never heard it taken that step farther. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> uh, That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do those things. So we really try to focus on positive things come from negative events. And that is not something that everybody is always ready to hear. Again, I I don't regret my cancer. Um, I finally learned how to take care of myself mentally. I finally learned that physically I need to do better for myself. Um, I, I finally released years and years of trauma that didn't need to happen. So I'm grateful for that situation that happened so much that it never has to happen again. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's one that that's one tradition that we we do. And I mean that's monthly. That's monthly. Okay. Sometimes twice a month. February, sometimes there's two moons in a month or something. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm just starting the base of the moon, the phases of the moon and all the things that happen. It's so fun. And you don't have to be an expert, by the way. Like I have it on my calendar when there's going to be a full moon. Cause otherwise I'd be like, I don't, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> oh, there's a full moon kids. Go get the rocks and crystals. We need to go cleanse everything. And cause rocks have energy and it, like trees have energy. Right. I mean, it's a science yeah. thing. People don't have to get all crazy about it, but uh, it's really important for us to acknowledge what we're frustrated about because I'm teaching. Uh, 
I'm raising little boys and boys for generation after generation after generation have been taught to not be emotional and to not have feelings. And that is toxic masculinity right there. Uh, the, the term boys will be boys is a bunch of nonsense to me. I told mm-hmm. you, I was so I'm, I think I've been good for 18 minutes. So, um, <laughs> but, but acknowledging our feelings and then teaching my husband to do that as well. Who's very open and, and understanding that he, he too is raising little boys and he doesn't want to raise them to suppress. So, so if it's, it's the moon that quote unquote, makes us have to acknowledge these things once a month, then you know what? I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I nod my head a lot. Like, hopefully you don't hear like the rock shaking around in there, but I'm nodding my head as you talk a lot. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I, I have now positioned myself on the floor just in case my my chair squeaks. I've put down my water bottle in case the ice shifts because I didn't realize how noisy I am. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't hear it. Nobody will mind. Oh, good. Okay. How about, um, what's one of your quick go-to minimal, fast, easy dinners? <laughs> Besides going through drive through Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So okay. We, we preach a lot of health and wellness and we like to do that most of the time, but we also acknowledge that we're human and we do do uh, drive through once in a while. But if we really are on like a, a meal kick at home, we'll either do breakfast for dinner. And then I make yeah. my kids make their own eggs because I'm that mom who teaches her children how to cook. Um, and, and they feel empowered. What What is yeah. more exciting than an empowered child? I don't know what that is. So, uh, Or we will pick up like a rotisserie chicken or get some boiled chicken. Uh, sure. So let's just say we're at home. I will pull chicken out of the fridge or freezer, boil it in water, and then we'll pick it apart and we will make chicken salad out of that. Delicious. Um, I know we'll eat it with carrot sticks, celery sticks, cucumbers, or we'll eat it with um, bread, 99 cent bread. I mean, again, we're not judging today. Or we'll eat it with chips. I, I don't care if they're organic or not at this point. Like I have come to forgive myself for not being perfect. So um, yeah, that's a really quick and, and with chicken salad, my gosh, you can put curry in there. You can put cumin in there. You can put ranch in there. Like you cannot screw up. Uh, you're right. So you know what we, we put in our chicken salad is, um, grapes and sunflower seeds. Oh yeah. My husband and my child would eat one of my kids would eat that. I would be like, have fun. I'm going <laughs> to go get some Taco Bell. <laughs> But but that's the beautiful thing about chicken salad, right? I can go pick my radishes from the garden and Rob can put his grapes in there. And Oh, that sounded terrible. Rob can put <laughs> sliced grapes in there. I hope children don't listen to me talk. Uh, so, so, yes. Yeah, but, but that's probably one of our go-to, go-to things. That sounds really good. I have chicken in a crock pot right now. That might turn into chicken salad for dinner. Right. And then, and then just all these juices, right? Like give some to your dogs, as long as there's no onions or garlic in there. Uh, Like the broth left over from that is also really healthy and nutritious. And we'll season it with a massive amount of salt, pink salt. And then, um, you know, that's just really good for your gut health. So, yeah. That's what I turned after we made beef stew last week. I turned the broth into puppy popsicles. (laughs) I see. And I would eat those. I'd be like, sorry, dogs. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by the way my dogs eat better better than uh 
most people. So yeah. Seriously, girl, I have that right here. Your dogs eat better than most people. Oh. We'll get there. Okay. People are like, I heard this before. Like this because she said it before I got to it. That's okay. Keep going. <laughs> okay. How about before we get into our major topics? How about a tip, trick, or advice for other moms? A, a, oh boy, a tip, trick, or device for other uh, or advice. Oh, Something advice. You okay. Yeah. I'm like, go get a Kindle. Okay. <laughs> Get your phone. Read your books on your phone. Wait, how PG is this? Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> so if I could give a mom any advice, it would truly be, and this is going to come across as hard to hear for some things, but you need to love yourself first above your children, above your husband, above your animals, or b- b- uh, uh, above your partner because male, female, I don't, I don't care who you're married to. Um, you need to love yourself or you cannot pour into your family. Mm -hmm. Um, you are so important. You're so incredibly important. You are loved. You are appreciated. Even though the people around you may not tell you, you are loved and appreciated. Right. And then I would say, love yourself and then create firm boundaries for the people in your world. Right. Because as, as women, and um, as moms and as people, or as women who go to work, right? We are often expected to do more, give more, be more, and you need to create some boundaries. So yeah. I hope that's helpful. You're working the firmness making boundaries. Yeah. The firmness might um, agitate some people for a little while, but there yeah. again, you just need to stick to taking care of you. Yeah. My goodness. I mean, take, take that personal day. Don't eat, like take that personal day. Don't go home. If your kids are in daycare or school or with parents or grandparents, take a day off for Pete's sake from work. If, if you know, if you work outside of the home or in the home, it doesn't matter. Take a day off and go sit in a hotel, go sit at a beach, go sit in the woods. You do not need to take care of everybody else before yourself. You got to take care of and not feel guilty. Do not let those personal days. If you go to a work who has personal days, like don't let those go to waste. That's stupid. That's how I feel. (laughs) That's stupid. stupid. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So some of this you've heard before now that I'm going to say, I said, you are an animal lover. You are a people lover. Oh yeah. You know so much about many things. <laughs> I actually thought about just telling you, okay, Melissa, you go ahead and talk and I'll take notes. <laughs> Don't do that. I, I actually I actually did come up with a few questions. However, sure. and you said this before too. If we go off on a tangent and it's in a different direction, I'm totally cool with that. Thank goodness. I'm about <laughs> as squirrely as you'll ever meet. And I say that with love and I just accept that self of, or accept that part about myself anymore. Or to this day, I now accept that about myself. How does that sound? That sounds great. Okay. So, yep, I'm an animal lover and I love people and you do not have to be one or the other. So in the animal rescue world, for some reason, it is the cool thing to say is the, the cool thing to say is I love my dogs more than I love most people. Okay. Or I, I, I love dogs. God, how can people be so cruel to them? Because I deal with a lot of hard case dogs. 
I deal with you do. dogs. I grew. I I deal with dogs with uh, traumatic brain injuries because I've had enough of them myself. If that explains anything, um, I have oh, dealt with burn victim dogs. I don't need to learn that lesson for myself. Universe. Um, I have right. Like I deal with uh, or animals then who have been hit by cars. I deal with some of the some of the crappiest situations where humans are typically involved in. Right. But here's the deal. I could choose to focus on the small percentage of people who are cruel to animals, or I could very much love on all of the people out here trying to make a difference. I don't care. And this is, this is again, rock your boat situation. Um, When people surrender their dogs, gosh, I hope you don't lose followers because of this, but (laughs) there are reasons to surrender a dog. And I don't care what anybody says about it. Not all dogs love kids. Not all kids love dogs plain and simple you you adopt a dog because you think it's cute and you come home and you've given that time that dog a time to decompress and and it just it just turns out your dog really freaking hates toddlers you know what <laughs> do yourself and that dog a favor and find it a better home because yeah. who are you serving you're serving your pride and your ego if you're like i would never get rid of a dog okay well why you don't get rid of a child it's not a child it's a dog it's a whole different species and if you're treating your dog like your child there's a bigger issue here right so because dogs don't speak baby dogs speak dog right we are the most sure we are the more evolved species right and we need to do what's best for the animal whether our pride takes a hit or our ego takes a hit or we lose some facebook followers because we found our, our we we did the best thing we could and we found that dog a better home Right. So, so I am okay with every single person who has ever dumped any one of my dogs because I've never gone through a breeder or, and and I'm not against breeders, by the way, good, 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 good breeders. Um, I, I have sent love to every dog who's abandoned one of the dogs that have been in my home because they found me for a reason and I have found them excellent homes. So, so, so I can't be mad at people. You know what I mean? I can't be mad. I, I just, I just really love people and I really love animals. So I hope that was it's, part of the question. <laughs> it's well, just to add to that, it's where you decide you want to spend your energy and you can help those people and those animals mm-hmm. way more if you're in a grateful, appreciative state. So exactly. I mean, some, some of the dogs, like for instance, the last one, two, three, uh, I'm trying to think here handful of dogs that have been in my life as of recently um I stayed in contact with the people who surrendered their dogs to me because they were just out of options they were out of money they were out of options they were like we 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 can't uh, we don't know what we're doing and now we're becoming fearful in this situation and every time so far that this has happened a dog comes into my world I find out they have brain cancer or they have a traumatic brain injury or they have seizures and there is nothing those people could have done with, with yeah. the knowledge that they had in their tool bank, right? In their toolbox, not bank, um, to, to help those dogs. And on some, you know, freaky deaky level, they found me because I can identify what fly catching seizures look like in a dog. And I'm like, well, duh, this is why. <laughs> this is why your dog oh. was aggressive sometimes and not all the time. And then what happens is... Um, again, welcome to kooky Duke world of, of my life is the dogs tell me when they're ready to, to transition. 
and or if people want to call it that because what is the point of having a dog physically be in your in your house if they're suffering so so when it comes to animal rescue and the dogs that come into our world we have to be 100 selfless when it comes to them because selfishly i would love to be able to cuddle with nova uh one of our dogs because she was a mm-hmm. cuddler but her her brain was like nope we done we done so we had the, we had the most beautiful oh, yeah right because now i have a liability on my hand I, ca- I can't adopt this dog out i can't have people over i don't know when she's yeah. the most humane thing i can do for her then is is to let her transition on so so dogs find us and and we are okay with death in our family so it, it, like like the dogs find us that that need help and not by the way world <laughs> we're, we're done with this for a little bit um but not every dog also dies we've we've adopted out dozens of dogs as well yeah 11. so speaking of the ones you've helped rescue or people in general mm-hmm. or like both domestic and um wild animals mm-hmm. what are some of the creatures you've had and your kids help too in the capacity that they can right now they, oh thank you for saying that in the capacity that they can yeah so because people get like you exposed your child to a an owl and well yeah they sure did because i was smart <laughs> enough to assess the situation on the flip side when uh like we brought in an owl a great horned owl it was it wasn't kind of a juvenile it had gotten hit by a car and we got the call and we went out and got it so and it was pouring rain all these things like I could have left it on the side of the road or I I I didn't by the way but I took it home and the most humane thing that I could have done and this is this is middle of the night stuff so there's no rehab facility that's open and by the way they would not have been able to save this owl the most humane thing I, I could have done for this animal was to stay as far away as I could from it so it sat propped up in a comfortable uh, comfortable position for an owl in a crate in my basement with a uh, with actually Northern Lights black spruce oil in a diffuser. Because oh. if you think about it, an owl does not know the smell of a basement. That is not a normal sure. smell for an owl. And uh, so we put pine or, you know, like some sort of like pine tree type, a diffuser on there makes them more comfortable. And then we actually keep our, our house quiet for that animal then to pass away. And I feel like we're talking about death a lot here. So I'll talk about living things too. Um, but <laughs> so I lose friends when they're like, you took your dog, your kid on a rescue or, but on the other hand, I got slammed on Facebook. Cause they're like, did you hold that owl in its dying breath? No, no. Why the heck would I hold an owl <laughs> while it dies? that would stress it out and it would actually put its body into fight or flight. And that is not a peaceful way to go. That dog died peacefully in my basement was surrounded by, you know what I mean? Good oils. Like it was fine. And then um, we've taken in different types of turtles, squirrels, um, lots of Eastern cottontails, which by the way, y'all wild bunnies are nothing like domesticated bunnies. Um, possums are probably my favorite we have helped save uh owls crows sandhill cranes hashtag mini velociraptors um (laughs) nope i mm, if another one of those ever crosses my path i might have to call in reinforcements those are terrifying to me give me a bald eagle with big talons over 
a sandhill crane any day. Uh, <laughs> putting that out there. Um, kittens, dogs. Um, I take in kittens. I don't take in big cats. I don't. I don't understand cat psychology. I think they're crazy. Uh, we've never <laughs> lost a kitten. And then uh, I think th- that's probably it. This week we take oh ducklings. We this this week alone we've taken in uh, a rabbit and a duckling. So. Oh my goodness! You say that's probably it. It's probably not, but that's quite an extensive list. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun. I, I really enjoy okay. it. I speak animal more than I speak human, I think, sometimes. But yeah. <laughs> so this, speaking specifically of your puppies, <clears throat> excuse me, and they're always puppies to me, even as they're old sure. puppies. But um, they do eat more balanced, better meals than most humans, if you heard that before anywhere. Right. And they get regular massages with essential oils. Yep. So my question for you is, do you have any suggestions for people looking to improve their pet's health? Oh, acknowledge their species. Acknowledge their biological species, right? I don't care if you call dogs puppies because at one point they were, but dogs are never babies, right? They're never human babies. And the the most rewarding and loving thing you can do for whatever animal it is in your home is treat it the way it's biologically supposed to be treated. Now, that being said, <laughs> lots of dogs have different personalities, um, but I firmly believe in feeding them a good diet. I didn't say the best. I said a good diet. And people think the only thing they can feed their dogs is uh, the cheapest brand of food from your local department store i'm telling you that's not the case yeah right and so this is coming not from place of of judgment okay i'm just saying we can do better or stop getting animals like you don't need 10 things just start with three and treat them really well right we don't have to save all the animals somebody else will do it i promise you those those other those other animals will get adopted so um if i could give advice so for my dogs each dog typically has a different diet. Okay. Some dogs that I've had eat raw because they can digest it. Some dogs can only like my burn victim dog. Her name was Nina. She has a name. Um, She could not digest raw food because when you're a burn victim dog, your gut flora is shot. She literally didn't have, she didn't Uh have any more, Let's not get too technical. She just couldn't digest it. So I could basically feed her cardboard and she'd live. Uh, but what we did is we made cooked food for her and kibble. Um, okay. If you want to start, okay. like, say that you, you got a healthy dog. You want to do better because you've been reading some more. I say give your dog 20% real food because dogs and cats. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I got. I have to think about what I'm going to say here because I, I don't want to offend people. Come to a class and I'll offend everybody. But uh, not really. Um, (laughs) The veterinary world is the only medical professional who will prescribe you an all-processed diet. Oh. And I swear if somebody tells me their chihuahua is not part wolf, I will laugh. Have you dealt with a chihuahua? You're more wolf than a husky is. Right. But, but they all descended from canines and canines need 
meat. If you tell me that your dog is a vegetarian, I'll say you've got two years left on your dog's life. Uh, but if you feed them real food, so let's say tonight we're having hamburgers, I don't know, and a salad. My dogs will get up, get some chopped kale in their food, and they're going to get some raw hamburger um, in their food and maybe some dehydrated strawberries because my kids really like those. But they get they get 20% real food and then they get some canned food and they get some kibble and their their diet varies every single day. And, and okay. that is something that's really hard for people to acknowledge because for the past 50 years or so, we've been taught to do kibble only or it's going to make your dog sick. Well, let's look at cancer rates in dogs real quick. <laughs> I, I don't have that statistic in front of me, but our dogs are not living to 17 and 20 anymore. They're living to eight and nine. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying kibble is not, by the way, our dogs get kibble but it's not the only thing that they get. And then we also do feed our dog supplements because there's things that they don't get that they should be getting. So, and again, I, I told you, I take in the dogs that just need extra, <laughs> but, but if you want to start somewhere, give your dog 20% real organic food. And if you need a list of that stuff, y'all go on Pinterest or this beautiful little thing that says Google and look up a list of what not to feed your dog. Onions and Oreos are bad. Right. <laughs> Onions, Oreos, and garlic. Well, it's funny no, no. because uh, our dogs get garlic, but I need to make this very clear. It's in a supplement form specifically for dogs. Okay. But I would never give my dog a garlic clove. Right. So just like we'd never say go over to Bed Bath & Beyond and get an essential oil and use that on your animal. Yeah. Uh, you, you need to be very picky about that stuff. But starting out small, give them, give them some cooked meat if you don't feel comfortable giving them raw meat right but but just just doing a little bit extra um and a little bit of research and this doesn't have to be complicated it doesn't have to be like nobody has to do it perfectly if all of a sudden you put mixed vegetables which you should not do from a can into your dog's food which have you know corn green beans and carrots which is sugar starch and a grain and your dog yeah breaks out in hives don't don't let that be the end of it right just acknowledge that that didn't work for your dog so hope that's awesome okay good and good oh advice. and wash your dog and cat water bowls out every single day okay that's oh. it. yes please no i'm actually glad you said that out loud <laughs> like for people i it's mm -hmm. not it's mm -hmm. crazy so i mean and if you want to go one step further use steve's cleaner but but really but really, washing your dog's food and water dish every day or twice a day is a great is a great thing to do. So that's helpful. <laughs> okay, I I have a whole other okay. topic here. We're at like forty one minutes. Do you need to pause? Go? Oh no, sister, you, you got me. Like, there's nobody else in the house. Okay, <laughs> spirits maybe, but <laughs> yeah, awesome. Okay. Okay, so let's shift okay. over to people because you enjoy people and it's mm -hmm. obvious you have this wonderful, sassy, classy sort of personality that I think people are really drawn to. Besides those PTO moms, let's just forget about them And by the way, they're so wonderful because they're making a difference the best they can. But yes, okay. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go to hell for this. But okay, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> 
how do you use your skills and your personality to help empower others to empower themselves? I know you have, you know, along the lines of health and wellness, you talked about intuition, you talked about taking back your own power Mm -hmm. and control. Oh, that's such that's like a whole nother podcast. Okay, so how do I, how do I I empower people to empower themselves? Um, Oh, okay. So we'll just include part one and part two and all together in this <laughs> right? podcast. Oh, Jesus. We can talk to me any day. If you want to record <laughs> it, that's up to you. So here's the deal. You cannot help somebody empower themselves unless they're ready. Okay. So let's just say that this person's already like, oh gosh, Melissa, I just, I'm so frustrated. I mean, I tried this diet. I tried this cream. I tried that. I just don't even know what to do anymore. I'm like, preach, get it out of your system. You got five minutes. (laughs) I will listen to you. Something and moan, you know, like complain and moan uh, because you need to, my goodness, get it out of your system. And and whatever she says to me is not going to affect me one way or the other. And I'll be like, so what do you want to change? Because you can't just say, I want to be healthy. That's, that's crap. What party wants to be healthy? And I will ask them questions and find out what what they're willing to do for themselves. And more than anything, I'll say, well, who's going to keep you accountable? Oh, my husband doesn't want to. Well, then who's going to keep you accountable? (laughs) Because I'm not going to teach you how to run a half marathon. I really love directing people to resources. If you truly want to make a change, I don't run. I will make that abundantly clear. Nobody will ever see me running down the block unless it's to chase my five-year-old because he's wild and unpredictable. But I will find something in my, you know, in my social circle or I'll say, you know what, start Googling this and check back in. Or let's say that somebody says, okay, Melissa, I'm interested in the keto diet or, hey, Melissa, I'm interested in essential oils. I'll say, okay, well, what do you want to learn about? But it's always got to be about them. Right. And then I will encourage yeah. them and speak life over to over them, over to them. Does that make sense? And and remind yep. them that they're worth it. Right. You know, have you ever had that gut feeling in there where you're like, well, I got to check on this person. My gosh, listen to that. Yeah. Listen to that feeling and go check on that person. I'm the creepy lady who like I've messaged I messaged a guy friend of mine um, from high school and college excuse me, bless his soul. And I was like, Oh my gosh, dude, I miss you so much. I had this dream about you. So now I'm like admitting that I dreamt about this person. And I was like, I just really needed to check in with you. How are you? And he's like, Oh, you know what I mean? And they're like, Oh my gosh, I really missed you. And, and yeah, I've just been really struggling right now. And gosh, was it college so much more fun? And yes, sir. It sure was in some aspect, but, and then maybe we remind you, maybe we go over gratitudes, right? But check in because you just never know. Be the weirdo. Be the weirdo. I mean, you have to lose. Right? Nobody's ever going to shun you. I take that back. People have shunned me before. And that's okay. I'm okay with that because it has nothing to do with me. So so when people exactly. are on a new mission, I guess the more I can make them feel empowered and confident in their decision. It's not my decision. I'm never going to tell anybody to go run a marathon. I will encourage you and I'll support you and I'll like be the one handing you water or putting essential oils on your body afterwards with permission, of course. But like, <laughs> there's going to be people when you start a new journey 
who want nothing more than to keep you in their comfortable little stagnant, nasty box, right? There's going to be people who are like, oh, it's okay, Chelsea. I mean, you skipped two workouts. It's okay. Let's go eat some tacos and drink some wine. No, no. Those are not the people who are empowering you, right? And I'm not saying go go to a boot camp and get your butt kicked because I don't like to speak negativity over people. But maybe check back in and say, I'm struggling. I've missed two days of a workout or, uh, you know, I put my essential oils in the cupboard and I haven't looked at them for four years because that happens, right? But but just meet everybody with love and grace yes. and say, and, and remind them that they're worth meeting their goals, I know that their goals have nothing to do with you. And if they don't accomplish them, it's not about you. I can't make anybody want to do right. something. And mm-hmm. But I can right. hear that. Go ahead. And, no, go oh, ahead. Oh, no, this but is that, that's just, I mean, I hope that even answers your question. How do you empower <laughs> people to empower themselves? Oh, and then I remind them that they are always smarter um, than they think. They are, I, I really encourage people to tap into their intuitive selves. I remind them of a time, did you ever have a gut feeling where you're like, oh, this isn't good. And then bam, something bad happened. Trust that gut. Sure. Don't, also, don't let that gut, don't let trauma hold you back. Right? Well, I, I, mm-hmm. I just really like to love people. Like that's part of my self-care is I will go love on somebody else because I feel good about doing it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I think, you know, the accountability thing is really good, but just, just being being accountable to yourself and what you just said, you are worth it. You are worth Mm -hmm. being accountable. Yeah. Don't tell people who are going to like rag on you. And if your spouse, man, female, male, female, whatever, if, if they're not going to support your new lifestyle, don't even tell them about it. Don't even tell them about it. They're going to see the changes and they're on board or off board. They're on, like, are they going to grow with you or are they not going to grow with you? Right. But don't let them hold you back from meeting your, your highest potential. If you've been best friends with somebody for 20 years, but they're, they're not going anywhere in life. And you so desperately want to break out of your cocoon and fly, baby, fly, go, go. You don't owe anybody anything like fly, fly baby, baby fly. fly. Right. I've got the stink bug. Who's like slowly encroaching my area. You can't squish those things. It's like, think but I'm I'm like debating here I'm trying to like speak life over to this person I'm like die bug okay (laughs) I have a dog knocking on my door I'm surprised mine are really quiet (laughs) I literally went across the street to my neighbors and I was like can you make sure your dogs do not come in my yard because if my dogs bark I'm gonna be very unhappy okay talk about letting go of control okay I believe you okay so (laughs) next question Oh my goodness. That's right. <laughs> well, you, Jason is obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> so if anybody wants to find me on TikTok, it's Melissa Blasky. But uh, you can see a, a beautiful little picture of one of my rescue dogs or video. But yeah, anyway. There you go. I don't do anything besides watch people. Go ahead. <laughs> I hug people and I watch people yeah. and I take care of people. That's it. Like, I just like people. Just come and, like, Come in my kitchen and cook with me. Just sit down and listen to me talk. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I would I would like to show you for a day in, in so many of the things you do in your gardening, in your cooking, in your energy. I'm like, just 
Just pretend no, and the thing is, here. I can never do that. I, I think as a society, we have put up too many fences, right? We've closed ourselves in. We have become so fearful. I would love to go back to a time where my backyard neighbor walks into my back door and is like, okay, Betty, make me some coffee. Although I don't even know how to make coffee, but I can make some tea. Like, go get some, go get some Anna's hyssop. Try that instead. It's better for you. Right. But, um, I, I think we have lost a sense of community. I think, I think social media has hurt us in that sense where we think we can find it online instead of interacting with people. I will encourage everybody to get to, get to know your neighbors. Um, get to know your friends who will yell at your child if they're being naughty. I mean, peaceful parenting, rock on. But you know what I mean? Like, correct them if they're being a shyster child. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, quit getting so butthurt about about if if you don't breastfeed, you can't be in my tribe. If you feed your baby a bottle, mm, I can't be friends with you. Okay. That's all that stuff is coming from trauma. All this stuff is coming, like, let the trauma of your ancestors go. Oh, gosh, now we're getting all kooky dudes here. But, like, start finding your community. Start being social. Start howling at the moon. I don't care what you do. Like, start connecting to people and do it in a positive way. I am not a huge fan of alcohol. I quit going to those mom groups who decided to drink mimosas at 10 a.m. I can't. Yeah, Seriously? I don't do those things. Um, okay. Myself. I, if people choose to drink it, that's great. I probably just won't stick around for a while. Um, because I don't like to be in an altered state. I just don't. Um, it's never brought yeah. anything great into my yeah. life. So how did we get on the subject? Oh, shadowing me for a day. Like, like I spent most of my college years with with my best friend who happened to be probably 20 years older than I am because all of her, her sons were my grade, one grade below me and one grade ahead of me. Right. But she was my best friend and I love her fiercely. And she taught me more about life just by being in the kitchen with her and talking. And I'm, she'll, she'll say, I taught her things and I'm like, I think you'd be crazy, but okay. Um, but I, I learned by watching, I learned by sitting in the kitchen. I learned by folding laundry with her. I learned her stories. I heard her her um her traumas and I learned from them and me just shutting up and being quiet sometime and then sending nothing but love like that is so important it's just important to be friends with people in all stages of life right have your older friends have your younger friends I mean I could walk into a school right my well you know hashtag pandemic you know you can't walk into a school at all right now but um Walking into my school, I would absolutely acknowledge that four-year-old is my friend. Right? Yeah. I, I'm your friend. Go ahead. Yeah. So bring back, bring back Lucy and Ethel. Yes. Yeah. Right. Minus, minus crazy. And probably Fred and, yeah, and Rick we could just too, leave probably. all the sexism but. out of it. But yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I want, I want a diverse group of friends. I want friends that are going to teach me things and add value to my life. And I want to add value to theirs. Well, yeah, if everybody's exactly like you, how are That's you going exactly to get That's exactly what I tell my better? children, right? Because there's been a lot of talks right now about race and skin colors. And from the day my babies were born, we acknowledge that we all have different skin colors, right? Because how unbelievably boring would it be if we all looked the same, if we all ate the same food, like if we all... Uh, wore the same clothes how 
boring would it be? Yeah. There has to be yeah. some contrast yep. in everything. So, so if you ask my redhead if he has the same skin color as his mommy, uh, he'll say no, because he has more red tone and I have more green tone. <laughs> but we, but he doesn't even look like he's my kid. But setting him up at that really young age of acknowledging our differences and still being surrounded by love, it like none of that affects him. No, he won't not be friends with somebody. Wait, he will not not be friends with somebody because of their skin color. you know i hope that my kids are not racist. Right. okay that's plain and simple but but or they won't acknowledge somebody's difference and say i can't be friends with you because of the color of your hair or and i think oh, absolutely just yeah okay next we're, we're talking about all the controversial things okay. today it on. By the way, I'm never right. I'm never completely right. I've got all the things to learn and I can always do better. And being humble about those things I think is important and shutting up and listening sometimes is better than having an opinion. Okay. Okay. So so maybe this isn't the right time, but my next question for you is is there anything else you would like to add or share? Well, is this, is this the is this the part two? Um no, one is one is be kind. I think kindness goes a long way. I think people should go out and be uncomfortable a whole lot more because because great things happen when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Right? Um and, and that is and that's for whatever that means to you. If that means going to um mm-hmm. If that meant my husband really wanted to go, like, I got to think of something wild here. Go do ballet lessons. Bye, baby. I love you. Go. Right? Go do that. I, mean, I can't see him mm-hmm. doing that. But you know what? If, if one of his sons said, I want to be a ballet dancer, I guarantee you he'd be the first one. And they're going, okay, teach me so I can help my son at home. I guarantee you he'd be that way. And it would, yeah. and it would step him so far out of his comfortable zone that he'd probably cry about it. But but you know what I mean? Like, go be uncomfortable because great things happen. He could meet his new best friend there, right? He could change somebody's world mm-hmm. by just he could he could give the little boy outside the ballet studio, right? I don't even know how he got on this. He could go give that little kid uh, <laughs> confidence, like, oh, look at that little boy, like, oh, I'm gonna go be like him, and I wanna I wanna do this. Look, there's another little boy that's like doing ballet. I think that's great. Like, go be uncomfortable to reach whatever dreams it is that you have, and know that they're not gonna happen overnight, and know that whatever you do in life, you're gonna fail so many times before you get good at whatever it is you've done right when I thought I was a cool hippie mom and just I wasn't even a mom yet and I made my own laundry detergent oh I screwed that up a couple times but I didn't stop (laughs) by the way I don't make my own laundry detergent anymore (laughs) I buy my but but know that I'm gonna fail and know that failing is okay and know that your pride and ego need to take a break just, just be humble. Just be kind. Laugh at yourself. Laugh more. Um, don't be afraid of who you are. If, if you're going to repress who you are on the inside, it's going to eat you alive. And I firmly yeah, yeah. Be kind to be yourself. Be kind to yourself too. Be kind to yourself. When, when there's a mom, and I just, we had to pick up our kids' belongings today at school, and it was really traumatic for both my kids. And like, I pulled one kid two weeks before shut down to homeschool them because of all these things, and and. It, it was really traumatic, but, you know, and I, I see some of these moms and they're like, oh, you're homeschooling now. And I'm like, not really. This is not what homeschooling looks like. 
my mind, I'm like, me too. Let's be real about that. This is, this is none of us planned for this, but Hey, do you need to go like sit outside? Mama, don't, don't be afraid to turn that TV on and go sit outside and do some deep breathing or scream or cry into a pillow or write in a junk journal or eat some chocolate. I don't care. But like, be kind to yourself. You are not worth self-destructing over for the, for the betterment of somebody else. You're just not, you're, you're worth so much more. So women need to really take back yeah. their power or daddies. If they're hearing this too, like, don't, don't shortchange yourself. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. And for the record, I did attempt to make my own laundry detergent. And once our clothes started fish. smelling like fish, <laughs> I realized that was not the thing for me. So I am very grateful for you these laundry smell- detergents. That's cool. Yeah, no, there's so many things. I just, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't oh, keep good. going with that and one. I just is, quit. Yeah. So, so no one to quit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one to quit. to quit. No one that's not for you. Like, you, you know what I mean? It, it, you just, you have to trust your gut and know that forgiveness happens. And knowing that like one mistake is probably not going to make the world of difference. No, if you keep making that mistake, you need to check yourself and quit making excuses. But you really, you really just have to be kind to yourself. And for somebody who like, we didn't even touch on any of these subjects, which is okay. But for someone like myself, who has experienced more traumas, physical and emotional, than anybody should ever have to bear in a lifetime, right? I am going to continue to acknowledge that those things happen. I'm going to continue to talk about them because it makes me feel better. I'm going to continue to raise awareness around some of those subjects. I'm going to continue to acknowledge that the trauma happened, but not live there. And I'm going to continue to heal. Because I think so many people have have been carrying around trauma for so long that we have no more self-worth and we we don't take care of ourselves so i i just think it's okay to let your kids see you cry it's okay to let your spouse see you cry it's okay to ask for help it's okay to ask for help from somebody who's not your spouse right sometimes like there are things that my husband acknowledges but he'll never understand what it's like to be in, in maybe that situation, but, but just to acknowledge them and know that you're worthy of healing and, and, and finding out whatever healing modality is going to work for you. And maybe you need to think outside the box. Okay. This is excellent. This is, thank you. Take a bow. This is excellent. Okay. So after we put you on tour for stand up comedy, but also life lessons, make sure that you I wouldn't even know where to start. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, I think we have a book right here. And then we'll make sure we have like plenty Sharpie markers or whatever organic healthy markers there are that we can have ever you can sign autographs for people and draw hearts and smiley faces. That's if I can remember. So, okay, side note, because this happens to me. Uh, the other day I was filling out a medical for my kid. I had to go to the emergency room, bless his little heart. And I put my maiden name on there and I was like, one second. One second, can I have another form to like seriously just cross it out? I'm like, I'm tired. So, I mean, who knows what name you'd get if I started autographing? <laughs> I've been married for 10 years, but yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll just go initials. Here, we'll have my easy. blood. I don't know. <laughs> 
slice my finger open. Thumbprint done. Oh my god. I'm about to start singing Moana songs, so you might want to. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay, it is. It is. So there we go. I have one question for you. One more. And it's one that I made up specifically for you. Okay. I am actually very curious about your answer. And my question got a little long, so bear with me here. If you could sit down and have a cup of tea and a wonderful conversation or an interview with anyone that is not related to you, who would it be? You can pick someone that is living or has lived, a real person or a fictional character, whoever. Who might that be? Okay, so the only person that is coming to me is like my 13 year old self however that's my relatives I mean I'm my relative am I my relative I'm related to that person um but it's so true I look at that's going to be my answer that's just going to be my answer because there's nobody there's nobody that inspires me more than myself to do better there's just not um, because I am not them. They are not me. Right. And if I could go back and tell my, Oh, let, let's go back. If, if I could, if I could go back and tell my 10 year old self, you are wonderfully made. You are a powerful, strong little girl who has a very important message for this world. Do not let other people talk over you. Do not let all those bullies out there. I was bullied relentlessly. I, I, I was in nine different schools in 12 years. Okay. I was bullied relentlessly with some of them. And I would tell wow. my, my younger self that you are important and you are worthy of love. I, I just would. And I would tell her that over and over. And you are not the weird, weird girl for sitting under a table and petting somebody's dog when you're at a sleepover. You know what? Because because those people are not going to define me and stay with me the rest of my life. That moment I had with a dog, you know what I mean? Like petting a dog. That was self-care. That was speaking to an animal. Animals are my life. Right? So, like, don't let them tell you you're weird. Um we're not all the same. And I would just, I would just really, I would really speak life over to that little girl. And then I would do it to my 13 year old self and my 16 year old self and my 20 year old self and my, right. And I would go up the line until that little girl realized how important she was because I believe that we were, we're all important, but at some time in our life, we were told that we weren't worthy of what we were talking about or doing. So that's what I would do. Sure. Now you got me all emotional. (laughs) Oh, I believe. Well, that's that's why I that's why I excluded the relative part. I'm like, oh gosh, this could get real. We could all be in tears, you know. We're gonna talk to my grandmas. My grandmas are dead, but they still give me messages every day. I swear, and you know, I I just I just think if we could go back and and tell our younger. You are not damaged. You are not broken. You are strong. You will overcome this. You have a voice. Because how many how many of us have let things happen to us because we didn't feel we were worthy of fighting? Right? Fighting for Yeah. Anything. This is good. So let, let's take this one step further and pretend we are our 60-year-old mm-hmm. selves or our 104-year-old selves. Yeah. 
and tell ourselves Absolutely. that right oh, I now. Got I got goosebumps. Right? Yeah. So whoever needs to hear this, you are worthy. Your inner child is worthy of healing. Your inner child is worthy of knowing that they were important in that moment and that whatever happened to them to make them feel less than had nothing to do with them. It had nothing to do with them. It all had to do with that other person dealing with their own traumas, right? So six-year-old, I mean, people send me their children and I know that sounds really goofy, but when I babysit kids, I babysit the kids that need life spoke over to them over and over and over and over. My, my beautiful little son's friend, I won't use her name on here, but she comes over to my house and, and you can just look at her and we tell her, you know what, baby, you're safe. You are safe here. You are worthy. When, when my son tells you to do something, you don't, you don't want to do it. You need to speak up and tell him you have the right to speak up and use your voice in my house. We tell them, and my husband does this too. He will speak life over any little boy or girl that comes into my home because we both know what it's like to not have a voice. So I encourage anybody on here to speak to your younger self like that. Be the person you needed when you were six. Right? Speak if you don't if you if you see some mom struggling, do not hate on that mom or that dad. God, go over and help. Hey, can I help you with anything? Hey man, I've been there. Do you need a break? Right? Or hey, hey little man, are you having a rough day? Okay, right, just just acknowledging kids and where they're at important because every time I mm-hmm. acknowledge every time I tell well, I almost said her name, um, we'll call her E. Every time I look at E and I tell her she's safe, I am telling my my inner seven year old, Melissa, you're safe. Because I still need to hear those words. PS I am I, I'm in a safe world, but my brain doesn't know that all the time. Hashtag PTSD. So so speaking life yeah. over to other people will continue to speak life over to yourself. It talks to every one of your cells and their cells. And it's just like, we've talked about this before, lighting a candle. If you light somebody else's candle, your flame does not dim. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. If you, you've heard that. You've heard that saying where um, if you... If you make fun of somebody or if you put somebody down, you you put a nail in their tree. What happens when you take that nail out? There's still a mark. Right? So, and P.S. I'm not perfect. I've yelled at my children till I'm yeah. blue in the face because of my own traumas. Right? And I don't know how to deal sometimes. But my children, they're, like, they're okay. But we acknowledge I apologize. They apologize. Um, but I will speak life over my children every single day. And in turn, I speak life into myself. Because what else are we here for? What are, are we here to be competitive with people? Are we here to break people? Are we here to, are we here to do better? No, we're here yeah, to be, be your happy best self. And what, live whatever that means, whatever that means to you, be your best self. So, oh, there we go. Excellent. There, there went the end of my comedy show. <laughs> so. Now I'm gonna go journal to my <laughs> six-year-old self. No, it's. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end. And I, I don't know if you've heard my dogs barking and going on. And I knew I had no anticipation of this being a short conversation. And I appreciate that it wasn't because I, I just, I love learning from you. So um, I was going to say, go enjoy your husband and your kids, but actually go enjoy whatever free time you I, still I was have like, available. I, I tried to turn off notifications when my husband was messaging <laughs> oh, me. And I'm like, ah, shut up. Oh, I love you. Don't talk to me. Can't you hear me? Like, 
<laughs> ranting up here. But no, I, I think you took them all outside. So I might just go, just go. I, I really, honestly, you've inspired me to go write a letter to my inner six-year-old or seven or 10-year-old. 10 keeps popping into my my head, but just tell her that she was safe and she was important at the time. And, and that uh, even though bad things happened, she overcame them and, and to not regret not doing better because, because it just happened for, so yeah, I'm going to go do some journaling. Sure. I... <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Well, know that I appreciate you. I appreciate you a lot. Oh gosh, and thanks for talking with me. I hope the rest oh, of your day, day is magical. Okay, yes. And I just love and appreciate you. And thank you for reaching out to me and and letting my voice be heard. And uh, I just think what you're doing is wonderful and amazing. And, you know, I probably have so much to learn from you when it comes to homeschooling. But um, today's our first day of quote unquote real summer. I don't even know what that means. So because, you know, we never stop learning. We That's, that's the point, right? We never stop <laughs> learning. But... Okay, well, I will let you end this. That's true. I can keep (laughs) keep going. I'll I'll let you go. (laughs) All right, bye, sweetheart. All right. Bye, dear.